it's all about your perspective. All right, guys, welcome to Purpose, Passion, and Coffee. This is your host, Christian J. Lynch. Always know your purpose, pursue your passion, and always enjoy the process. I'm back with season three. Super excited um, to just to be back. I know it's been a while, um, um, but I'm super excited to have Dawson here with me um, for our first guest on season three. It's been a while since we've caught up on him on the podcast. He was on season one, but not season two. So it's been like a little bit over than a year, I think, since we've uh, had him on. He's done a lot of growing and a lot of expanding and even, you know, uh, was able to create a new project for him in the business and just kind of pursue his, his passion more that I love to talk about more. So um, welcome to the podcast, man. Bro, honored to be on season three and yeah. be asked to come back. Yeah, dude, always. And it's uh, crazy now we have like the legit like setup. Yeah. Because when we first started, we had one mic. It was like yeah. one mic and we shared it. There was no headphones. Now we have like the clips, the stuff like you see Joe Rogan would have. And we have like the headphones on. I can hear you, and it's yeah. kind of crazy how we've been growing. But just like yeah, looking back, the the audio of that old podcast because I listened to it once. You're like, hey Dawson, I want you to come back on. Yeah. I went back, listened to the podcast, and the audio was not that good. It was yeah. bouncing everything, and and you just took the time to learn the yeah. whole podcast game <laughs> and did it really well. So you're killing it, dude. Glad to be back. I oh, appreciate it, man. Honored. It's always important to have humble beginnings. And if anyone's out there listening to this right now. And you're like, who the heck? What are they? What kind of episode are they talking about? Dawson, go back to season one. I want to believe it's episode two. Yeah. We talked about your story, just like getting into like the basic photography. So if you're catching yep. this, I guess you'd say this part two of Dawson, I would definitely go back, listen to Dawson's story, and that'll catch you up to like how he's been growing like right now and taking these business moves. Cause this is gonna be more like in depth to the point of like where you're at now with people that have kind of been in photography, photography, or they've been in business for the past couple of years, or they're just in their passion for the past couple of years and are hitting and running. Yeah. But like they need what's they need to make next moves, you know. So yeah, I'm beyond excited to get into this. Right. Um and uh but yeah, man. So tell us where you're at with life. So last year, last year we left off on the podcast, you were starting to get more projects in your video your mm -hmm. photos are already doing pretty good and you're yeah. starting to get more weddings where like in a short i guess two minutes sum up like the past year what yeah. have you kind of working on so last year probably focused more on video and the, the podcast that we recorded was mainly video or sorry excuse me photo so it was all mainly photo i was doing weddings um that was my focus how do i get weddings how do i grow dawson put off photography that was the website that i had now I'm at a spot where I started my own production company. So I have Black Banner Productions and I now focus mainly on video. Now I still do photo and I still do video for weddings, but now I'm like, okay, I want to work more into commercial gigs and uh, working with businesses, ads, helping them grow, you know, the revenue. And um, so that's like the quickest, quickest roundabout answer to say from last year to this year. Um, my brand has evolved into a production company. Yeah, that's awesome. I want to get into that. I want to get to the name too of how you got you got that. But let's talk about the transition from photos to videography. Why? Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things I saw in the market with Kansas City, especially in like weddings, is there's so many photographers out there. Like the amount of photographers, it's so saturated. It's hard to stand out, especially when you know being starting out as a, a male photographer i feel like mm -hmm. i feel like females have a little advantage because brides are normally the ones picking these photographers um doesn't mean a male can't do it and have you ever had a male reach out to you um whenever they do they don't make the decision got it they're not the one that's they're like hey let me go talk so to my yes fiance. but then no yeah, yeah they just like oh i know a guy his name is dawson because we've met and then it's oh, i'll tell my fiance about it mm. uh so i just realized man the the photography especially in the weddings is very saturated and there's a ton of them out there. doesn't mean you can't make it. Um, if anyone's trying to do photography, like you can start, you have your own circle of influence. Uh, but 
to stand out and really grow business, I was like, okay, I don't know if I can really stand out here. So I saw a video and I saw other creatives doing video and I was like, man, this is a really cool um, creative outlet uh, and I wanted to learn it. Now it's a whole different ball game other than photo. Like they're very similar in the same creative world, but learning curve is way different. Mm -hmm. uh, so I started practicing video around the time we did the podcast and learning just more and more into how to shoot, you know, video, how to, how to capture audio, how to light a scene, all these different tricks and things. And then, um, in March I started my production company. Hmm. Uh, and, and I, one of the reasons I went video is there's not as many videographers in Kansas city that I, I see, um, really killing the game in the freelancing yeah. world. Um, and so I just kind of, I saw the need and I was like, okay, I'm going to go after that. So I spent, you know, pretty much this whole last year learning video photo stayed consistent, still doing photo, still doing weddings and, or like commercial shoots or, you know, that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. You definitely perfected your craft. You got some amazing Appreciate stuff. It. I remember we, me and Dawson did a B roll for the first right. time. And we were looking back at yeah. a couple of days talking about where it's like, I'm going to have you on the podcast again, be on season three. And it's crazy how much improvement you have made since that video. And even like you challenged Dawson challenged me to do this video that I was doing for my podcast. And he's like, yeah, bro. I was like, Hey, can you uh, work with me and edit? He's like, no. And I was yeah. like, what do you mean? No. He's like, bro, I want you to like learn and grow and like just do this project on your own. I'll help you and give you tips. But like, I want you to do it. And I had a way better appreciation for what you do and what you've had to learn in the wow. skill set by doing it because where it probably could have took you like an hour to total like shoot and edit. It took me like four hours, you know, yeah, and it was just cool to, to be able to see that. But it's also when you create your own project and you do it yourself, it's like, there's so much more of like this, um, um, satisfaction in yep. it, you know, or this, like, you're like honored to, to do this. You're, you're like, you're, you're more proud of that project. So, yeah. but I want to go into like, so you're taking this, you're looking at the Kansas city and you're looking at kind of like demographics mm -hmm. and you're realizing, man, there is an opening for videography. Yeah. And right now the photography, you know, field is being more saturated each and every day, especially yeah. like you see all these reels and stuff on Instagram, mm -hmm. all these photographers. And I love how you said it. it's not impossible. It yeah, is possible. It's harder. Sure. And so you had to do something to stand out. So you're kind of like always thinking you're innovating. Was that kind of scary? Cause there might be someone out there that's like a photographer or maybe they're a videographer, but they're almost like afraid to fail. Yeah. And they're almost like, this is a whole new world. I've learned yeah. this craft. And I have to go back and learn again. Yeah. Like, is it worth it? I have to take a pay cut or maybe someone's doing totally something rather than they're doing pod. They might not be doing podcasts or photography, but they're like videography. They're doing like something like they're doing a Etsy shop or an e-commerce. Yeah. There's something they have to add. And they're like, they see some inspiration. They have this idea, but they're like nervous. Did yep. you get, were you nervous? Were you almost like, man, how oh, do yeah. I do this thing? Like, what did that process look like to get from that phase of like, okay, here I am possibly going to get in videography now here you are with black banner media production company where what's the where was that what was that what did that look like yeah you? so i yeah i was extremely uh nervous um borderline terrified to step out on my own and but but i'm a very calculated person i i will do the math on okay how much does it cost to go for this how much does it cost to have all the equipment and or how much can i make on each shoot how, how long would it take me to get debt free kind of thing or pay off all the gear that i bought so in that mindset of calculation, I'm like, okay, what, what's the market? How can I do this? And this is for business owners. I think in general, this doesn't have to just be photo oh, or videography. It's like, uh, I calculate, you know, what, what can I do here in this market and in this time? And one of the things for myself to, to find myself jumping into full-time videography and, or going all in with my business is I just bet on myself. Um, normally when push comes to shove, I move, I hardly, 
I don't know of a time that I've really missed a moment um, in in life where like it's do or die kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm, I've never truly, truly been in a do or die situation. But when it's like, oh, you're going to seriously fail, crumble, fall to the ground and like just, I guess the fear of failure there, mm. like I move and I adapt and I like change and then I overcome it. So that that calculated risk factor, just knowing you're calculated, like what you can do and then just, um, you know, just punching through that that fear, uh, I think is super valuable. Yeah, I like that. I think because I think people look at you now, and they might have stumbled across your page, or they look at anyone. Like you look at some of the top dogs in the industry um, that are out there, and like, oh my goodness, they like they just seem like they're not human. They just seem like they're almost superhuman, and Absolutely. I feel that way too. Sometimes I, I look at people, I'm like, dude, how did they do that? How, how you know? I look at like even to a certain example, like I look at Starbucks and their marketing, and I'm like, how do they? You know, I want to be way better than Starbucks, obviously, better quality coffee. But I'm like, oh my goodness, how did they get there? I compare myself to a certain podcasters, and it's cool to to have guys like you too and say, hey, like it's like I was definitely afraid. But one thing you said is you said I bet on myself. Yeah, for sure. And I and I want to touch on that because I think we hear it all the time, but we don't believe it. And if you don't believe that you're gonna bet on yourself, then who else will? That's what yeah. I've realized. You know, um, for example, we were doing another event, and I had two of my friends that that were at that event and they got coffees, and they came up to me and they said. Uh, Christian, we actually didn't believe you. this was actually going to happen. We didn't think phase two was actually going to go through. We kind of thought it was going to be like a one and done deal. Yeah. And now they're like my biggest fans and they suggested to get an app because now they're like, they want to have a phase two app, which is really cool when a consumer or your client asks for something rather than you uh, yeah. do the idea. But it is cool because I think I realized that was like one of the first most, I, I got the best tangible moment where I was like, okay, I'm yeah. glad I bet on myself because they didn't. Yeah. So if I didn't bet on myself, then who would have? Yeah. You know, I definitely think uh, people wait until someone like points out the good in you or they, they say, hey, I see the dream that you have or the vision you have now go for it. Mm -hmm. I don't know of a whole lot of stories like that. Maybe parents do that because there's some parents out there that are like really supportive of their kids dreams. And that's phenomenal. Uh, but normally, if you have a vision, you think it's good and you're like, man, I think I can do something here. But no one's talking about it or you see a need in the market and you, I think I can attack this at this angle man, go for it. Like if you have an idea, do it. Don't, or at least tease it out. Start, start writing it out in the journal, you know, figuring out that. what's yeah. the tangible steps, calculate the cost. You know, what is my tangible um, X, Y, Z that I need to do to get to the spot that I think I can get uh, for me right now. Um, man, I don't know how much I want to share with like black banner on this, this project that's coming up, but I, I saw a need in the market and it's really in real estate. That's, that's the need that I'm like, Oh, I see that. And I think I've come up with a product or a package deal that will really attract real estate agents and or change the game for some of them that decide to do business with me. So I have been creating for the last you know three months this package deal and running it by all these different real estate agents, learning the market, learning learning their job. Basically, that's that's kind of a stretch. Learning how they market mm -hmm. and how they get clients, um, so that I can help advertise for them. And so. This last three months, you know, I haven't, I haven't really made as much, I guess, um, progress on my own brand, but I've been creating something that hopefully will launch the brand even farther. Yeah. It's the kind of like the thing you take two steps back to take a leap forward or, you yeah. know, five big steps forward. You know, I love that because I think, um, just casting vision is so important, but the whole bet on yourself and now you're here, you're, you're learning all these new projects, you're finding this hole in the market. But if you never would have applied yourself last year and, yeah. like, and you know, that quote you had like fell forward mm -hmm. and like out of, a, you know, applied yourself, bet on yourself, these new innovative ideas would have never come to you or to the Black Banner media production. Also, yeah. if you didn't take the humble pill 
and kind of not work on your personal brand, but also trying to create this project where it's going to explode that, you know, taking that two steps back. I think that's the biggest thing people don't want to do. And that's, that's a hard thing for me too, is like, if you're, if you're listening to this, you're trying to start out just for whether you're starting out in phase one, or we like to call in phase two, what's your next phase. It's like, there's always something you're going to have to do, but it usually always 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 requires betting on yourself and applying yourself yep. to whatever phase you're in and i think like i don't know i just think people are too afraid or they just don't think of like the roi in the future mm-hmm. because like the the more i bet on myself and i apply myself dawson i get luckier and luckier yeah all these opportunities yeah, yeah. or these ideas think about this three years ago even talking about glass from the podcast you probably couldn't have imagined you would have had a black banner. Like, where did the name black banner come from? But the yeah. more you did it, it might have been something random. It might have been something from the past. It might have been something from the family, friends, whatever it was. But each day counts. Yeah. But you can't take it for granted. For sure. You know. I think one of the things you just said, like the just being humble about um, not really knowing your industry or or the learning aspect. I think that's that's a big thing that uh, I I think I strive in this area. One, because I'm not really that educated. Uh, I'm not very smart. Let's raise our hands. Uh, right. Like I, like, I think some people think I'm like this super smart person. I'm really not. And I'm, I'm the thing that makes me probably, uh, look that way is I know where to find the answer and I know who to go ask. And mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to look like a fool. I love that. I have some mentors that I've like met or other guys in the industry that I've met that do the same job as me. And I'll call them randomly like, Hey, this might sound really dumb, but I really need to know the answer because I can't move forward until I do. So real, not being real, afraid. Real, real quick. Yeah. Not being afraid, but how many times when you, even though you think you're like a fool, when you ask that person, I might be dumb. They probably never say, dude, no, it's not a dumb question. Mm-hmm. Like I'd love to help you out like yeah. that. I'm glad you asked me that usually nine sure. out of 10. Well, actually for me, it's never happened before, but well, <laughs> yeah. so and there I mean, might be a day where you're like, dude, Christian, you're dumb. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, everyone started somewhere. Yeah. So they probably had the same question eventually mm-hmm. or, or somewhere in their business they had to because they learned it and they overcame it. Yeah. Or, or maybe that just came natural to them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But regardless, you got to find the answer. And if you can't adapt and or figure out the problem, or at least find the answer for somebody, it's yeah. You got it. You'll be complacent. Be you won't. You won't be. You won't, yeah. I love how you said I'm not afraid to be a fool because I think that's actually when wisdom comes along to be able to find the answers. Like I'm not afraid to be a fool. I'm not doing foolish things. Yeah. But if I'm going to seek something out that I don't know, I'm willing to kind of die to myself and mm-hmm. like kind of figure out what what needs to be done to be able to grow and to, to build something that's worth that's worth having um and I, I love that man so that goes into like even like how do you with like even having you know these these visions casting visions for the company and finding these holes in the market how do you do that what does that look is there a drawing board is there do you take time on instagram youtube what do you do podcasts i mean how do you do cast those visions and then make goals from those visions to become tangible because you can just cast a vision but that doesn't mean you're going to be able to yeah. you know to be able to reach that goal. Yeah. I think, man, that's actually a pretty hard question because I don't, I don't like have a dream board or anything. I, the goals that I set are normally, um, like, uh, positional goals. Like I want to get from a to B. So with black banner, I want to, uh, get to a spot where I can build a team and have a team that comes and helps and works on projects hmm. and, or I want to get five clients by next year that are, um, you know, these reoccurring clients. Yeah, residual. Yeah. So I, those are those are my goals, I guess, that I have. And so the the need that I notice in my own life and or my business is with Black Banner, it's a one and done kind of deal. I, I sell, you know, a, a service, I give them a video and then it's done. Yeah. I don't, sometimes I hear back and sometimes like, hey, let's do more. Um, they're normally, they're, I haven't had anyone that's upset with what I gave them, uh, but it's, not a normal, um, like reoccurring, mm-hmm. uh, 
industry or I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah, I think my, my number one issue is like, man, I, I want to find a way to make consistent money so that I can hire a team. Hmm. Cause if I can't hire a team then I can't really expand or grow and the goal is to scale so that I can be more hands-off or choose more of the, the, uh, clients that I want. Uh, so, so overall, I guess archering or not, arch, uh, I guess going back to the dream board and or the goals, then I, I journal a lot. I'll spend, you know, 30 minutes in the morning, kind of getting my goals in line or like, what do I need to do today? I'll sit and I'll make a task list and it'll probably be something of, you know, I need to edit X amount of photos today, or I need to reach out and knock out all these emails or network. I split my day up into two categories. Hmm. Uh, no, I, I keep about the nine to five schedule. Um, and so it looks like this mornings before lunch, I'll edit and or work on the business and or, you know, emails, all that stuff. Yeah. The last half, uh, I will try to network and networking is key because I got to find new clients. I got to sell, I got to sell myself. Basically. Uh, I don't feel like I'm a great salesman and I don't try to like do shady deals and trick people. Yeah. Uh, but I got to get my name out there. People have to know who I am and what I do. And I got to get my work out there so, so that I can make a living. Yeah. So even after two years plus moving forward, you're still networking. So you'd still, Absolutely. you find yourself networking even through COVID. Um, this is for people to like how to network, even mm -hmm. though you said you were self-aware, like I realize I'm not the best salesman, but I'm still able to do it. Um, do you, do you find yourself networking more in person or more like online through social media, LinkedIn, texting, or what does that look like? Yeah. So, uh, I think social media is a good platform to network like Instagram, for instance, even me posting a photo or video is networking because people are seeing it. Mm -hmm. They, they get a quick glimpse of what I can do and they might tell their friends or their boss or something. It's a good way to put it. Then it's like the, the normal networking that would come to mind is just sending you a DM. You yeah. Know? And so I, I try to make it personal. Like I'd rather meet with someone one-on-one -on -one and have like coffee and get to know them versus just have, you know, a text conversation or DM them randomly. I haven't had a whole lot of success just DMing people. Yeah. And I'll normally, if I do that, it's through like LinkedIn, just cause that's a professional site and For people sure. are expected to make like communication through that. Yeah. Who uh, knows? That could be some, some link that you send us, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that go on in Instagram DMs, you know? So, yeah. so I, yeah, I really don't use Instagram for DMs. If anything, it's just to share work, share my life, have people know who I am, what I'm about, uh, and just kind of keep up with black banner productions. Yeah. Um, talking about self-awareness. So is that why you kind of do, uh, when you're looking at your schedule, you have that time where you kind of edit more in the morning network kind of later on. And then at night, is that when you start to kind of have more cast more vision or be, or just, is that kind of like your time to be able to like have a break? Do you ever uh, get a break? Cause yeah. like, I feel like you're editing your life away sometimes or sometimes we'll be in a group chat. I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? Like, bro, like in our goals with our guys, we're like, bro, yeah. Editing my life away type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I know it's kind of a joke, but at the same yeah. time, it's kind of true. Yeah, for sure. Um, so with anyone out there with being an entrepreneur, you know, especially the startup, there's like so much time is put into just you. You almost feel like the employee of Absolutely. the, you kind of have to, um, for most, for most businesses, not, not everything has to be like that way, but I'd say for 95%, when you're starting out yeah. building a brand for the first one, maybe to five years, you're probably going to be an employee type of thing. Yeah. So how do you balance your editing life for anyone out there? Maybe that work life with, the, with pursuing this, um, your, your business. I mean, what does that look like? Yeah. Uh, first I gotta be honest. I'm not really great at this. So anyone that's like, I'm writing, you know, notes down on this. Uh, dude, I all, can give you little nuggets. Like, yeah, about, feel so. free to take whatever I say, but I don't think I'm an expert because I work, uh, well, 
So the best thing about my business and or being an entrepreneur and or, you know, being a videographer. And one of the biggest reasons why I chose this is I get to pick my own schedule. I get to do what I want. If someone hits me up for like, Hey, let's go get lunch. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll move my editing plans down the road and then I'll go get lunch and hang out with somebody. So that's too easy for me. Now, when it comes to like late at night working, if I don't have anything going on that night, I'm probably just going to edit or try to improve the brand. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's fun. I really enjoy trying to grow something, especially Black Banner, because that's kind of my baby. Now, to balance it, the there's some days, I think this is something I am somewhat good at, is I do try to pick one day out of the week to just not edit, not think about the business, don't answer the phone, don't answer emails. It's just a rest, hang out with family, you know, friends, go enjoy being outside, whatever, be an extrovert in that time. Yeah. And then other days, man, it's, you know, on a Monday night and I got nothing going on. I'm like, I'm just going to keep editing. I will, I'll edit from, you know, hours, dude, into the night. It's just, and then I'll wake up and do it again because I think it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I also have nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so might as well do something that's productive. Yeah. So, so basically what Dawson says, he doesn't have any balance at all and don't listen to him yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I just, <laughs> everyone's like, man, his life sucks. This yeah. guy is depressed. But, but, but also at <laughs> the same time though, if. It would be terrible. Actually, let's be real. It would have been sucky if you didn't love what you're doing. Absolutely. So that's what allows you to do the extra amount of work. And and everyone's like, sometimes people do reach out to me. It's like, Christian, I'm so tired of you. All about your dreams and passions and just, you know, <laughs> I'm like, but it is a reality if you yeah. want it, to, if you want it to be. Yeah. And I think it's why it's so important that when they say, hey, if you find a job that you love, it's really never really a job. You never mm-hmm. work a day in your life. And I think there's always bad days. We have bad days. There's, yeah. there's days where I'll get 100%. up. hundred percent. And I'll be like, this past three weeks, man, like I've been like. Trying to get back in the gym, I've been waiting to feel motivated. Yeah. But the motivation has not come. Because yeah. you know how it does come. Yeah. But like it hasn't. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm about to get fat and I can't yeah. do this. And I realized like I'm more protective when I work out, you know? Yeah. And so like last night I hit a late, late night sesh and I never work out at night. It's not me. It's always in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh shout out to all my morning people out there. That's um, grounded before everyone else. Five thirty, um, baby. Yeah, there we go. And um, but it's like then you know, I was like, you know what? I saw this quote the other day and it said, Hey, you get out of life of what you wanted to pay for, you know, to pay for, or you, or what, what you want life to, to have, you can have it, mm-hmm. but you have to pay for it. But what do you want to pay for? Mm-hmm. And basically meaning like the effort you put in is Bro. the results you're going to get. Like if you want life to pay you this, you can't. Yeah. We should talk about it. You know? Um, but then if you want to pay you this, it can that too. So whether you want to pay you a, a life full of dreams and goals and amazing family and friends, then you can have that. It might look different for you. We don't, we're not all dealt with the same cards, but I never saw anywhere in history where complaining was the equalizer that, that yeah. made something happen, you know? Yeah. And I'm realizing that. And that was basically all that was going back to me. Like, you know what, Christian, just go to the gym because you're not going to, what if you don't feel that motivation for three months? And I realized the building of phase two, the building of the podcast, the, the landscape, whatever I've done mm-hmm. has never been, has gotten where it's gotten out of motivation, yeah. but just sure discipline and where I wanted it to be where yeah. i wanted it to go you know so i'm like i'm like thinking to myself why would it why would i just randomly wake up one day and just feel motivated like, yeah. i need to start putting in this work i feel way better today but, but i think even you know kind of piggybacking off that i if i were to like go back and talk to my younger self and give him some advice like i think the kind of what you were hitting is i didn't know what was possible like you can go get anything you want Basically in America, America has given you yeah. like the, the land of opportunity within the realms of a human possibilities. Yeah. yeah. You can go do any career. You can go to school for whatever. Like 
in my younger self didn't know what was available. Um, I didn't know what the word entrepreneur was until like maybe a few months before we did our first podcast, mm-hmm. which was like a year and a half ago, a year ago. Yeah. That's bizarre. No one ever, someone, someone just told me, Hey Dawson, I see you have very entrepreneur like traits. Like what? I was what like, what does that? that even mean? Like, is that a compliment? Like, I don't know what, <laughs> like I said, I'm not educated. I just yeah. never heard that word. Um, and yeah, don't ask me how to spell it. So <laughs> the, like, I think my younger self, I just was told my whole life, Hey, you got to go to college. If you want to be successful, if you don't go to college, you're going to be homeless. You're going to like, yeah, whatever. I was pretty much taught that same so thing like, too. Man, but there's so many opportunities out there. The biggest thing that people, or I hear a lot is they don't know how to start mm, or yeah, they, uh, and that, that holds them back. The, the issue of, I don't know how to start is you can start by starting. Mm. If that, does that even make sense? Like oh, it makes the, sense. just it's like almost notebook we're, out. we're as humans, we're I'm trying to think of the best thing to say. We're too, we're too much practically unpractical. Like that makes sense, yeah. we're like almost like that. It's like those both words don't, they're the opposites, yeah. but like we're too, like we, Almost we're like to the point of like we're too – we complicate things so much. Mm-hmm. It's like one plus one equals two. Yeah. If you want to try pizza and like it, you, yeah. so you take the piece of pizza. You put it on 450. Yeah. You wait it to soak in yeah. the crust. If you like it harder, you put it for 20 minutes. Yeah. If you like it softer pizza, you put it for 15. You take it out. You cut it into eight slices. If you want four, you put it into four, but that's how you start. I love it. If you want it 20, you cut it into 20 slices. Yeah. Then you take it out and then – if you want to know what Parmesan is, then you just don't know. You put Parmesan on the yeah. pizza and then you put it in your mouth and you start chewing it and you think, hmm, does my brain, does my tongue enjoy this? Huh. Yeah. I wonder if it does. And that's how you know if you like it. I mean, and then yeah, you start you dumb starting. It down and you dump it down into just like starting. Of, yeah. I mean, the pizza analogy is hilarious where it's literally like you have to just start, preheat the oven. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I, like I said, I'm calculated in everything I do. So I like to write out everything of cost wise and, you know, time, energy, what I have. If I work a nine to five and I feel like I don't have any time to do this, that's an issue because I think everybody has time. They just don't want to make the time. Exactly. If you hate where you're at, I hear this a lot. People are like, man, I just hate where I'm working. I or, hate my grind. Or like, man, I, I wish I wish I could be as lucky as you. Yeah. Or people tell like, me that. Start, just get a pen, get a paper, start figuring out what you want to do to get out of the situation you're in. Just pick one hour out of every day. Dude, you know, or 15 minutes, man. Like, just you like go. They, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a huge believer in just start working towards it is. the goals that you want. Even like reading some books. And I'm not – books from like the, – the biggest thing I have about getting advice for people listening to my podcast is yeah. they live their life through me yeah. and they don't do anything, you know? And they just like think or they're like, oh my goodness, I'm just going to like – or they like consume all this content because I've been there where I'd consume so much content. Yeah. I consume like – like all these people that were motivators or I'll check people out. But then I'm like, and I go back to the drawing board a couple of years ago. I'm like, well, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm doing nothing. Like reality, I have nothing. Yep. So I need to stop like listening to this content and do that. So there could be people out there who are listening to this yep. and they've been listening to us or do that. You might need to unfollow me. No joke. Like it kind of sounds dumb for me to say that, but if it means you like actually starting, starting and not comparing, yeah. that's then good. I would, that's what I'm for. That's, that's what I'm always for. You know. Yeah. It's so. funny you bring up books because I don't read, and I hear everyone's like successful, you know, millionaires read books. I'm like, ain't happening today. Or yeah. I'm gonna make a Audio new book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, can I get something other than a tangible book? Like, yeah. like movies. This is why I make videos. Movies are made. Why would you read the book when you could just watch, watch the it. movie yeah. and so have the just, time? They just like like leave out the most important details that's fine I, yeah. i'll never know the difference because yeah. i enjoy the movie yeah so yeah no definitely yeah definitely uh definitely start i mean it's just easy um it's actually easier than you think and i think oh yeah 
this is my thing is like weighing out calculated risk. We're talking about because people are like, oh, it's always too risky. It's crazy. We're kind of going in depth with this, but it's good because it's a very popular thing that me and you hear a lot or mm-hmm. we see on social media all the time. For sure. Because um, there's always gurus about this stuff, right? You know, quote mm-hmm. unquote. But um, we're just two guys just doing something. Um, but I would say like um, just when you're like trying to start something, I think overcomplicating stuff like just write, like you're talking about, like, just write some stuff down, yep. you know, like step one, step two. But going back to the risk is like, okay, is it riskier for me to live this job for the next 30 years and hate what I'm doing mm-hmm. or to take a couple of three, four years of unknown mm-hmm. and actually try and not have a regret? I think it's a little riskier to to bet on the 30, 40 years because you already know that result. It's not mm-hmm. going to get you anywhere. It's not because like – Insanity is like doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So if yeah. you're the same job, more than likely, if you, unless you change your perspective, but there's probably a reason why you have a certain like passion or some some something inside of your mind. Yeah, you know. So and I hear and I don't I don't knock people on school. But mm-hmm. I'm like, so you're gonna pay hundred thousand dollars on something you don't want to do, and you will never get that back. And these loans, well, you'll always have to pay. I'm like, well, you probably I think that's a little more riskier than maybe spending five thousand dollars on a course or mm-hmm. a little project over a couple of years and learning something. When the payout, you can make thirty, forty thousand dollars from it, rather than college. Yeah. You're stuck with a hundred thousand dollars not in your pocket, and you have for a piece sure. of paper to show for it. Yeah. And COVID proved anything. You might not get the job that you're looking for because the world's changing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so. I definitely don't knock school, and by no means do I feel like I know anything. Uh, my yeah, just because I own a business and or I, I might look successful doesn't mean I have all the answers figured out. And I want to make that very clear because uh, any advice that I give, it's not like coming from some buku millionaire dude i'm just you know dawson trying to run a production company and and grow and just have fun with it as i go so i don't i don't think i i know everything by any means but i think you're right just just starting getting going is is key um and uh with with getting started the to get started um where can they go uh, and those kinds of things. I think that will help anyone get kind of get the ball rolling. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So before we wrap it up, man. Yeah. So Black Banner, the media company. Where in the world did that name come from? And like, what is that? Um, yeah, where did that come from, dude? Yeah. So black was black's just one of my like favorite colors because it is the, in my opinion, the most sleek, clean, sharp color there is because it goes with everything. Yeah. So black and then I'm, uh, I'm white. I think white's the really? sleekest. Yeah. Well, white, white and black, they complement each other. Mm-hmm. So, Hey, there we go. Yin and yang, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but banner, banner is something that you can look to. Uh, originally I th- had the idea of black flag, um, like media or productions. Yeah. Uh, but the URL was already taken and with the name. So I was like, all right, sick. And then I started, you know, thinking of other ideas. That's like a flag and banner came up. Banner is just something you can look to. It's like a, um, it's a, I think of like a a war or, um, like it's a crest that you can like look to and know your team is over there or your, your, you know, um, team's not the right word. Yeah. Um, your side, uh, wow. Why can I think of the word that's like, (laughs) you're looking to your banner, your, it doesn't matter. Like on your like an army or something like that. Yeah, like, Pirates, Pirates, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. That's what I think of. It's like, oh my goodness, there they are. That's where I can run to. I see yeah. them over there. Yeah, it's like you're under that banner. You're under that leadership. Yeah, like that. So black banner kind of helps businesses in that realm. Got it. That makes um, sense. And I just really thought it was a cool name as yeah. well. So yeah, selfish plug on myself for black banner. <laughs> there we go. We'll, we'll tag we'll tag that in the link <laughs> below for sure. Um, do you think it's important? Uh, as we wrap it up, like just a couple like fast questions for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think with, with a photographer, videographer trying to, to scale, do they need to, do you think having a media company is necessary? And also too, like, um, 
like to be able to have more hands off and to grow that and scale that rather than always be on the job? I mean, what do you think? Uh, to yeah, quick answer. Uh, the media having a production company, the name production company, sounds way cooler than like freelancer. For sure, freelancer sounds it sounds amateur. more professional. Yes. So dress for the job you want. That kind of idea. Mm, I'm good. putting on the face that I am this big production company. This idea. Um, Versus, hey, I'm this small little fish that doesn't know anything. Yeah. So uh, for anyone that's, you know, any business you're trying to start, do whatever, dress for the job you want, make yourself look presentable. So that's my quick answer. That's awesome. Um, a couple things too. I was reading this book. Um, we talked about this when we were forward. Three things in this book. It talked about the manager, the technician, and the entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And this what this what you're trying to be is an entrepreneur. But why most small businesses fail or any passion project fails is because the entrepreneur, the visionary, either one, the most proper one is that usually they aren't actually the entrepreneur, or the visionary being self-aware, usually sometimes a technician or a manager. Mm -hmm. So the entrepreneur is a visionary. They're the future mm -hmm. technician is the present. They're working on the present. Like give me one job at a time. And the manager is from the past kind of picking things up, trying to look at, okay, what happened in the past so we can manage and be more productive, like, you know, from the future, looking back from the past. And so I think it's good. I think we're both obviously visionaries, entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. but I think it's important um, let's talk about to to the to the visionaries, entrepreneurs. How important it is to finally have people to help. Yeah. Um, you've you've been in that. You've had people kind of help. So then you can have it can. So then you can work on the brand because mm -hmm. I, I think what people don't realize this. I'm talking so fast, but um, is that like our work might not be like labor labor work of like you know actually going to take a photo. Mm -hmm. But it's like allowing our minds to think, to scale, to find those loopholes with the mm -hmm. real estate. The technician and manager is not going to be able to do that as good as you mm -hmm. because that's just not who they are. Yeah. They'll be a better manager and technician than you, right? Yeah. Everyone has different gifts and abilities. But our work, sometimes I think people are like, oh, you're lazy. But it's like, no, I'm spending a time. I'm trying to like think about how can we scale from 6K mm -hmm. to 30K in a month? Mm -hmm. They just like, okay, $100, $100, $100. Yeah. No, let's just think, how can we multiply this? So I want to talk a little bit. What does that look like? Yeah. Is that where you're trying to head? I assume it's like having For people sure. work under you and kind of to expand the brand. Yeah, I want to grow a team. Um, and man, you hit a lot. So I'm going to try to hit, you know, answer it as best I can. But the, the yeah, overall goal, I want to build a team. And to do that, I have to grow the brand to a certain point where I have enough revenue or income coming in that I can give it away to mm -hmm. a team because I got to pay people. So if I'm not wearing all the hats right now and doing all the jobs, I can't pay people to do the jobs because my business will never go anywhere. Exactly. I'll just fall flat. So yeah. I got to get to a spot and enough money before I can start paying people. Yeah. Now in, in regards to kind of like what the three people, and I forgot you said technician, entrepreneur, and manager. manager. Yeah. So in those, like I'm, I'm probably more of a task driven guy where I have, I have like an ordered list of what I need mm -hmm. to knock out and accomplish. Now, something that someone shared with me is my business is my best client. Mm. So working on my own business is going to bring way more return on investment than me working for someone else in a client yeah. or like just someone that needs my service. So if I can spend, you know, an extra two hours on my website or on my social media, well, that'll pay off, you know, in the long term. For sure. So having that focus of, oh, every day I need to improve Black Banner just a little bit more. Every day, it's just got to grow a little bit more, a little bit more. And then, you know, you give yourself two years, you'll be shocked on where you can actually get. Yeah. Uh, so I think I hit most of everything you, you did, said. You I might have missed one yeah. in there. Uh, no, you did. That's good because I think it's important to to be able to see, okay, looking at, it's kind of like you said, invest your, your business, your best client, but it's kind of the same concept of investing into you mm -hmm. rather than anything else, you know? Um, so a couple last questions. Um, cause we were over our 30 minutes that we wanted to like only by five minutes. So oh, like 35, but yeah. we'll get some, we'll get some fast questions. So, um, let's do, um, Instagram or TikTok, which one do you like better? Uh, Instagram. Okay. What are your thoughts on reels? 
Yes or uh, no? Reels are an extremely powerful tool. And if you want to grow a following, that is something you should just blast and Got work it. on. Got it. I suck at working on reels. Yeah. Uh, Lynn, or Christian has been telling me to do TikToks and reels for the last year Dude, and a I've half been now. Hammering you. And I just don't want to. It is so <laughs> much work. But I also don't see my, my own return and investment. Yeah. The only thing that would be beneficial for me growing a following just is just, oh, he's got a big following, so he must be professional. It's that, mm -hmm. you know, I'm putting on that face that I'm something really cool. Yeah. Because um, it'd be hard. Even if you grow like that many, even for me, how many people are going to book you mm -hmm. in Flats LA if they see you or like yep. phase two, they're not going to, you know, it'd be a lot of money, a yep. lot, a lot of money. So um, favorite food. What's your go-to? Like right now in this season? Uh, Chipotle probably. Chipotle. Yeah. It's always Chipotle. I always go Chipotle. Yeah. Um, so like burrito, kind of with uh, that. Burrito bowl, Hispanics. always. Uh, rice, pinto beans, fajita, chicken. You can get my order. Favorite coffee shop to edit to edit at Ooh. in Kansas City? Uh, Post Coffee. I knew that. that was One, because it's close. That's and two, it's got the aesthetic. And I know everybody there. What about the Love It? It's close by you? Uh, yeah, wow. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I haven't careful. been to Love It in no. so long. Uh, yeah, Love <laughs> Lone Jack. Basically, it's a, it's more of like a mom and pa kind of coffee shop. It's a nice coffee it shop. It is. Like, I mean, it's a country dude, kind of. Lone Jack doesn't understand what they have there, but we don't need to hit that. That's just. Oh, yeah, they that's a don't. Dude, Love thing. It is the best thing that's ever happened to Lone Jack, other than the Sonic, maybe, but <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Um, where would you want to travel to next? Ooh, uh, well, right now I have plans to go back to Costa Rica. That's a huge goal of mine. Got it. You're My, taking me with me. Taking oh, yeah. me with you, right? Uh, I would love to. Okay. If you got the time. The other one, dream, dream uh, location to travel to would be Norway. Got I it. really, really want to go to Norway. It's kind of like, I mean, or and or Iceland. If I'm already over there, I might as well hit them both. Dude, that is sound dope. So that'll happen soon. Got it. Paid ad. Is paid ads worth it? Giveaways worth it? Ooh, giveaways are worth it, I okay. believe. Uh, how I, often and how often should you do one? Not, or, I wouldn't do it very often. Like I would, maybe twice a year? Yeah, probably. Yeah. This could be for any business pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And paid ads, I don't do, for my own business, I don't see a whole lot of benefit in paid ads, mainly because it's hard to target the people I'm after. Maybe when I this like real estate thing that I'm talking about, maybe I will I'll create something that really just targets, you know, real estate. Um, but my market has been so wide, it's mainly business owners and that's a very small group of people. So I would say paid ads is good for companies that have products, e-commerce, it's a necessary thing. You have to have content, you have to push that out. So anyone that's selling a product, yeah, go paid ads all the way. Yeah. Um favorite copy cart in Kansas City. Uh, phase two. There we go. Yep. I didn't pay Dawson to say that. No, that was just unashamed. <laughs> that was unashamed. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Um, so I think a couple more questions that we can benefit from. Dude, that I, I want to ask you. Oh, dude, uh, you have a favorite drink you go to? Like a uh, soda, water? What do you drink most of the day? Oh, water. Water. Um, yeah, you drink hands more water? down, water. I drink. I don't. I don't drink soda. Yeah. I really like any restaurant I go to. Water. Got I'm really it. boring. I feel like the the waiter or waitress is always like disappointed because yeah. they're not getting as big of a you know bill. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I'm always like. I it's just, yeah, tip, yeah. water, I know. Um, any like podcast you listen to, like that you like, and, like that kind of helps you, or like is like yes. audio books. Yeah, there was a there's one podcast that I've been listening to recently. I want to say it's called Blank Canvas. It's really good. It's these guys, I believe they're in LA. They own Iconic. Um, I haven't like followed up. I don't know their stories very well, but they have a lot of entrepreneurs. They're young. I think they're in their 20s, late 20s, and they have a lot of young entrepreneurs that have made it big or like made millions of dollars in their own industry yeah and they're normally in like fashion and product stuff that's kind of their world um but they've had on people like uh roy kramer kramer i think i said that right he's a videographer like justin bieber he did all Dang. his videos and so i got to take a lot yeah, out of yeah, that yeah. and 
Um, there's another one that like the CEO of Cuts Clothing. He was interviewed on there. That's cool. I always, I always see their ads on Instagram. Yeah, they have they have like close. great marketing, and and that's something they always talk about is just like how do they grow from you know zero to where they are today, mm -hmm. and like the biggest failures that they had, and so yeah. you see these overcoming and like people just. People like that, I don't get jealous of. I like, I get inspired by. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's possible. Someone's done it. That, eh, that's something that my younger self never knew. I didn't know this was possible. I didn't know yeah. you could do this. No one ever told me. I never saw anyone doing it. You so, don't know until you actually go. You know, you travel from the field. You go on top of the mountain, and then yeah. once you get into the mountain, you actually made that climb. Like, oh my goodness, these are the amount of opportunities that I've had. Because the view from the mountain versus the valley is a lot different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. That's why it's important to have like a mentor that's done it. Yeah. They'll take you through. They know the the road to take yeah. and how to get. So to mentor it. is important, and obviously surrounding Ike Circle, you have obviously some guys that definitely yeah. like. I think it's super important to pour into you, grow into you. Oh, I, I think it could be like easy to as a business. I think sometimes you could be like, oh, I've made it almost in a way. Like have that like. I'm good. Like I don't need, you know, people and then you get isolated and then you start to drift away and rot away. I would say, yeah, even outside of business, having people that you look up to, some of the guys I look up the most in my personal life are, um, fathers, uh, weirdly and not weirdly enough, but they, I always hear from dads that like being a father is the greatest joy you'll ever have in life. And that comes from successful business people, guys that work nine to fives, guys that really don't have great jobs, but they have a great family life. Mm -hmm. And those guys I look up to a ton. I'll meet with them because they're they're the man I want to become. And like business, that will happen. Like entrepreneurial stuff, that will happen. Money comes and goes. But if you don't work on the person that you want to be, I think that's like you're just missing it. Yeah. So definitely find people that you look up to. And if you find that person, go ask him, be like, Hey, can I get lunch with you? Like, can I buy you lunch? Can I just want to hear your life? Don't what, be afraid to yeah, add. Yeah. What did you learn? So pick older people that, That's good. that have been there. That's good. And then that last one, there's probably a whole bunch, but I think you mentioned it a little bit, but what do you think? Like looking back, you're, if you could tell yourself some advice, knowing what you know now, it's mm -hmm. like even like Dawson last year, a couple years ago, even like high school, what's probably one of the best advice you could give to younger Dawson? Best advice I could give to younger Dawson. Um, similar to the one I kind of already answered, like it, it would be to learn what is possible. It's almost like dreaming big. And I hate that. So cliche. Everyone says it, it makes yeah. me like, oh, just like, like, I got chills and like gross. I hate, <laughs> it. I want to shake it off me. But the idea of like, um, dreaming big, I really hate that. I'm like fired up about how much I don't like that. I just said that it's instead of dreaming big. It's learn the possibilities mm -hmm. that you can actually achieve or the goals that you can achieve. I'm a very realistic thinker. I like to set realistic goals. That kind of stunts me down the road because I'll be like, oh, I just want to make X amount of dollars and that's very safe. I can mm -hmm. do that. That's easy. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of different that way sometimes because I'm like over here like, bro, this is the idea. And you're like, bro, you want to be like the biggest block so-and-so and you're like, I'm like, yeah. And I'm always telling you, bro, go big, you know, yeah. there's also, there's a balance. You need both for I agree. sure. Yeah, yeah. Cause if your head's in the clouds, you're going to miss the yeah. tasks that you need to do uh -huh. to get there. Yeah. Um, that's why it's good and for you, people like me and you to collab because yeah. you're like, Hey, I see this in you. And I'll be like, yeah. Hey, I see this in you. You're missing this one tangible step. And yeah. you'll be like, Hey, you're missing this big. Yeah. Cause thing. I'm not, I'm not big enough now to be able to like, just be in my head. There's definitely, when you get big enough, you can, your head can be in the clouds all the time. You have mm -hmm. people that will do, be able to do it, Yeah. but I'm not, I'm not there yet. So Same. I need to be able yeah. to, yeah. So I, someone uh, that I met with, you know, about a year ago, they challenged my, my goals where we it was like new Year's, So they were like, Hey, what's your goals? I shared my goals. And they're like, what if you doubled that? And I was like, bro, what are you talking about? Doubled it. Like, cause I was, I think I said, uh, was you know, a, I wanted was to that a financial advisor that said that? No, uh -huh. he was, uh, it was a different guy. Um, and, uh, I was like, Whoa, that's, that's interesting. And he kind of tried to give me tangibles on how I could double it. 
I was like, I've never thought of myself doubling because I was like, those are big goals. And it like making, you know, like what, 50K in my first year of, you know, business. And yeah. he's like, what if you doubled it? <laughs> I was like, what if I doubled it? What do you mean, what if I doubled yeah. it? Like, it's, it's my like, first, you know, six like, figures, take bro. it easy on yeah. me, right? Um, but in doubling it or in that idea of challenging myself, it, it gave me the focus of, okay, that's my end goal. How do I get there? And I can create tangible steps. That's something I'm good at to get to that spot. So who knows? Maybe this real estate thing will uh, take off or uh, it might just fall flat on its face yeah. and i'll be back at square one i do that and even if it did i think you have more ideas to run with you'll have way more i guess wisdom to be able to apply to certain things knowing that but i don't think it's gonna fall, fall on the ground. It. it usually never does with you so when push comes to shove dude, we move yeah and you're very calculated so more people that are usually calculated the only they just kind of sometimes sell themselves short you mm. know um guys like me we can fall like straight yeah. like on the floor but we learn also two three times as much you know yeah. but yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you being on this podcast, man. Love wow. having you on. It's good to just to catch up the, the catch up the people with with your life, and hopefully, you know, I know they're gonna take some stuff away from this. And uh, I'll definitely need uh, when you're listening to this, I'll be tagging all the stuff behind in the links. So if you're like, man, where's Black Banner? Where can I find Dawson? If you're just listening to this, I'm gonna have all that, and I'll even tag some of the podcasts that he recommended. Um, but yeah, man, appreciate you. Hope you have Bro, a blessed thank day. You. Um, keep on the lookout. Me and Dawson might be having a collab very soon. Ooh. And we guys are um, happy to have well, you. That was on. supposed to be on the hush, but okay. Yeah. Well, it may be. It might, <laughs> might not. It might not. We might hate each other by then. So yeah, I'm not probably sure. not. So, that ain't going to happen. I right, know. Catch you later. Bro, thanks. Thanks.